All right. What's up, everyone? I'm Amanda. And I'm Zach. And this is the A to Z Exchange. A weekly podcast where we discuss creative and cultural topics. Right. And I'm back this week, so hey. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, and this week we have our friend Taylor McKee on. He is a bassist. Guitar. Guitar guy. All of it. Yeah. Musician. Music, yeah. Word. (laughs) Music. I'm going to let you introduce yourself. You know yourself way better than I know yourself. I'm Taylor. I haven't cut my hair in 12 years. I eat eggs once once a week. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, a, that's, that's about... That's so you about, are. That's about, Pretty much uh, sums you up. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> cool. Okay, yeah. this podcast is going to be a lot of laughing, I think. Yeah, Probably, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how that's going to be. Okay, um, cool. So I guess, where should we start? Well, I mean, you're a musician, right? So plays guitar and bass, really, mainly, yeah. or uh, mo- ma- mainly guitar. Mainly guitar. I've been playing bass for well, now for like a little over a year. Okay. How long have you been doing guitar? Uh, fourteen. About. I'm twenty-four. So that's nine years. Nine years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Right on. And I guess you enjoy it. Okay. It's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. So did you start with lessons or how did how did you get into it at that time? Um with with your age I have to ask because like we grew up with the internet, so Oh yeah. Things right. are different. Right. So like um that's right, we grew up with the internet. Um so <laughs> I was like thirteen and then there was there was this guy at school um named Chris and he played like hot for teacher on the guitar and I was like that's the coolest thing I've ever seen you know <laughs> the guitar like I was already fascinated with guitar but then seeing like someone like use both hands on the guitar I'm like this is wild you know <laughs> so then it, it inspired me to get a guitar and um uh, then my parents got it for me for Christmas you know right I still have it you know it doesn't I mean it's dust and, but it, it still have it it's there yeah, yeah. um but then my godfather at the time he paid for like a year of lessons I I think um, with his with his guitar teacher, which was, which was awesome, and I was with him. His name's Mike, for like two years. Okay. And so, but he's the one who kind of like, showed me like, yeah, like the easy way to play guitar. You know, like be very beginner. But it was great, you know, because like his stuff I use now. The, what's the easy way to play guitar? What does that mean? Like uh, an easy way to play guitar, like like not not so much pressure on it, you know, because like, I, you know, there's people out there. It's like a lot of pressure to like play everything just right, you know. And it's just like totally having perfect or yeah, like you know, oh, play I mean, like a drummer. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, I hear you. Um, but like, it's nice to have people who kind of just like, like, don't really like steer you in in a way to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they kind of just like kind of have their hands like on like by you. Like, if you're ready to fall, they just kind of like. Yeah. Oh, okay. They just let you figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, and you, like, if you do something, like, if you make a misstep, they're like, oh nope, not there yet. You know, <laughs> let's let's get back on track. It's like okay, you know. Okay. But, yeah. That's um, well. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I've always liked music. Um, like I was in choir as a kid. You know, um, the recorder, like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Um, French horn for like three years. <laughs> the recorder. I'm so the excited recorder. we got a recorder yeah, reference on hey, this podcast. Hey. Well, everybody did it. Everyone like, did the recorder. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And the bells. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The little eight bells, yeah. Those bells are great. They were color coded. Yeah, I mean, it was recorder, uh, well, choir, recorder, French horn, cello, and then I, then I got oh, the guitar. Oh, cello. Cello? Cool. Yeah, I did cello for like a year. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. Why are we having you on here to talk about <laughs> guitars? Do you still <laughs> no, do can the you cello? cello? No, I don't. I don't. Oh, it, was, man. it was. It was. It was more. Uh, I mean, it was, it's a beautiful instrument. Um, but you know, at the time, middle school. Yeah, know, yeah. Like I mean, I was doing band and French horn for like three years, and then all right. my friends were in strings. You know, and they're oh, all yeah. playing. I'm like, man, I want to be with my friends. Like, I hear you. Yeah. And then I know they play guitar, and I'm like, well, maybe if I join and get a feel for strings, I'll be able to play guitar, which is totally two different worlds. Yeah. In a way, you know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. But I was in the woodwinds group. You were woodwinds? Oh, yeah. well, I guess percussion. You just hit things. <laughs> you just hit them. Mm-hmm. There's tones there. <laughs> yeah, I bet it's it's all, I don't know. I can never do guitar. I got one when I was 13, maybe. They, uh-huh. they bought me one, and I'm named after a guitar player. I've tried it, but I have yeah. hands. Zach Wild. Straight up, yeah. My That's hands awesome. don't, like, fit around it right. Like, I have to hold it weird. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I think... You have to like have it. Um, you would know better. I remember having issues with that too about not like gripping the neck right. Yeah, my hands won't. Yeah, I mean like. Um, it's where you like palm it. It's it's really just it, now like like then I was so like your hand has to be like this you know but now it's just like just you just have to figure out your own way to get it. Yeah, just to get it like however way you can do it and I mean everybody's hands are different so like I can play a chord one way you can play it a different way and you can play it a different way, you know. Is that a thing in like the avant-garde guitar community? A they like bit. talk about each other's hands. A little bit, like I'm, I mean, you know, you can have the same like to the T, like everything the same as like your hero, you know? Right. And it's not going to sound like them because yeah. the hands are different. The hands are different, you know. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, like it's all like it's really just about you. Yeah. You know. I guess the same goes for like us when we do our film stuff. Like we try to steal stuff from people we like, but it's mm-hmm. still going to be our. Own yeah. way of doing that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's interesting though because I think I think about that. I don't know. Idea in terms mm-hmm. of like a lot of other things, but I never considered it with something. I don't want to say as rigid, but what is so seemingly rigid is like guitar. You think you hit the note, you're hitting the note. But if something as little as like the thickness of your thumb can potentially impact the actual sound, that's that's fascinating. It almost means like. It's closer to your soul, like sort of like singing is, you know. Yeah, totally. Like, um, and I feel like all of it plays into it. Your fingers, the strings, the wood. Like. Well, yeah, of course. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Like just the idea that just your hands can be so. Yeah. Your hands can be so important if you're even hitting the same notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you can play somebody else's guitar or anything, even a piano. You know what I mean? Because they hit their piano this different way. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then you hit it a different way, and it's going to sound like you compared to somebody else. So it's like That's it's true. really it's like. A thing beyond, you know, it's weird. It's like starts to go beyond, you know, the yeah. the <laughs> instrument, but, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, um, and it took me a while to, to get there because I wanted to be, I wanted to sound just like everybody. You know, growing up, it's like right, you want right. to sound like your, you know, your your guys, you know. Um, but I met uh, my teacher who I have now, who I'm who I'm studying now, uh, Reggie Wooten. He's, oh yeah. Yeah, you know Reggie. Yeah, yeah. yeah Reggie he, I've been with him for. Is that? Do you think he? Well, I'll talk about that later. What? What? Is he like in Mountain Juliet kind of area he's or? In, he's in Bellevue now. Bellevue. He's okay. like a pretty popular musician around here. I've seen. Is that relating to Ben Wooten? Do you remember Little Ben? Oh, I don't know. Little Ben. He had a brother that was also like an audio well, engineer has, like, that a band, was a Wooten. Right? Because yeah, he plays. He plays around Nashville a lot. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I've seen him play at Musicians' Corner. He plays or something. everywhere. Like his. I mean, his family, you know, his, like, his brothers, the famous musicians. 
I wonder if they're the same Wooten that I'm thinking of. Clearly, you know them, but I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to connect dots. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen him play around before. Hmm. Anyways. There's a lot of musicians in this town. Yeah, so maybe, yeah. I'm sure. Um, but I mean, I've been with him, I mean, I've been studying with him for, since I was 16, so that's eight years. Okay. You wow. know, so, wow. so like that kind of like, so after I left, I mean, I was studying with Mike for a while and 16, you know, 14, 16, you get, you're, you're growing, you know what yeah. I mean? So right. you go consistently and then you don't go consistently, you know? <laughs> and then, uh, then I, then my mom introduced me to Reggie one night at Third and Lindsley downtown and I walked in and this dude, and then there's this guy standing on a table and a bass player standing on a table. So there's a guitar player and a bass player standing mm-hmm. on a table and they're just like going like that. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, what did I walk into? You know? <laughs> I don't like, even know what just happened being yeah, right here with you. I know. Like, I mean, they're, but they're like slapping, you know, they're doing yeah, like, some Primus stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, and it's, and it's just like seeing, so seeing the guitar taken from just like sitting and playing the guitar to mm-hmm. a whole different level is like what's helped me now start to look at music differently. Yeah, and just yeah, I give it mm-hmm. kind of inspired you, kind of give you a different creative angle to it. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so then when you're when you're, hour, you know, you're spending your time practicing, um, whether it be hours or a couple minutes, you know, you get to think about all these things and they start to inspire you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's 100 percent true, and it's mm-hmm. interesting too. Uh, I kind of have have a feeling that same way because as a drummer, right, yeah. right, you know, not as a, I don't tour or play <laughs> professionally, but I've been doing it since I was uh, 12, mm-hmm. and I remember for me, the first time I went and bought sticks, like, you know, it was just like, oh, uh, yeah. what do I need? And I was like, oh, Vic Firth. We'll just grab some Vic Firth, some 5As, like, ooh, this has got nylon. Let's get the nylon tips. And I didn't know why. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I grabbed them, and I played with them, and I played with them, and they felt good, and I broke them. And then I started trying out 7As and 5Bs and, and different things. If you're a drummer, that basically have different sticks with different weights and different diameters and different woods and they make different sounds and different impacts and things like that. But I never considered the impact of it until what I'll call like my favorite drummer, which is like Danny Carey of Tool. Yeah. I went and found, uh, I was at a guitar center in Huntsville when I was probably 18. I guess I was 18. It was right before I came up here and they had some Danny Carey sticks. And Danny Carey is like six foot seven He's a dude. He's, he's a, a big guy. He's a big man. <laughs> like, when he plays his big kit, his kit looks like a little kid kit. Yeah. He's huge. <laughs> and I picked up those sticks, and I had to, like, <laughs> like, I was trying to swing them around, and it was exhausting. Yeah. I played wow. for, like, two minutes, and I was like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they were so heavy, and they were so loud, and I couldn't get any dynamics out of it, because everything was a gunshot. Yeah. And I remember that was, like, my moment where I was like, oh... There's a lot here, like just in that yeah. one little moment. So yeah. it's interesting you say that. That was my, my experience. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, like, uh, like, I mean, same thing with guitar, you know, you have string size, you know, you've got like big strings, and, you know, you can, you can get really small strings or, you know, and uh, there's like a standard size and then there's, and then that's just the strings and then you have guitar picks and, mm-hmm. you know. And, and the shape too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like some are big, some are small, some have like, um, knob like like knob no, I don't even know how to explain it like there are all kinds of shapes and sizes yeah. and, mm-hmm. but yeah it gets deep you know well, it gets really crazy I and mean, it gets like that with anything even for me like with camera stuff like, I mean I'm not I don't consider myself to be like a major tech person mm-hmm. but I mean you set up like 
what we normally shoot with up against like an Alexa and it's completely different. Like, yeah. 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 You can do so much more or so like different things with each one. So. Yeah. And it's not even image quality either yeah, sometimes. Like, I mean, you can look at like an iPhone 7 and compare it to a Red Epic yeah. and the image quality is the same, but it's the size of the body. It's the weight. It's the way yeah. it feels. It's, it's anyways. Yeah. And we're here for music, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's kind of similar to what he's talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, it is. So. Yeah, it's wild. Mm-hmm. But you yeah, were, like, you, uh, oh, go ahead, sorry. What's that? You kept talking about like your influences, so who influences? Oh, influences, yeah. yeah. So, um, who do you, who you look so, up to? So the guy that really kind of like made me like get in one to play guitar, and I mean, I started off playing metal, you know, metal <laughs> guitar, you know, like. As a snob. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's a lot of fun, like, you know, um, but, but the guy that really, got me into it was uh, Dimebag Daryl from Pantera. Oh, okay, right okay. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I've got, like, two of, like, his signature guitars, you know. I think just, Vinny, Vinny just died. Yeah. Right, yeah. may he rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, funny enough about drumsticks, I caught his drumstick, like, a couple years ago. Vinny's? Yeah, he, like, threw it out. He was in Nashville, like, they were doing, like, a small, like, U.S. thing before they went off. So he was like, hell yeah, or, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, and he was just playing, threw his drumstick, caught it, nobody fought me for it. it well, great. yeah. It's yeah. Vinny. Yeah, so, I mean, like, you know, like, <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. Um, so that was a pretty cool moment, um, you know, because Dimebag Daryl being the guy that yeah. kind of made me get really into metal. and. What was it, what was it about Dimebag that, that it did was, it for you? It was, it was a lot of, like, I mean, even the sh- just the shape of his guitar, you know what I mean? It's like a V, so it's got like, it's like a V, but then it has like a ho- extra shoulder, like a horn. Okay. So it's like, I mean, it just even the shape of the guitar, like, you know, I mean, other, other than like his playing and like just the way it felt, it felt real, you know, mm-hmm. like it felt like this guy was into the guitar no matter how you did it. And so that, that grasped, grasped me, you know, because yeah. like other people are like, you, have to, you know what I mean? It felt more just like this, you know? Right. Like, I don't know how, I don't know what this is, but, it, you know, that's the best way I can put it. You know, they're kind of like more of a, less about the guitar, you know, more, more of themselves. And mm-hmm. Okay, okay. When listening to their music, his, you know, and his guitar, it was like more about the music rather than, rather than themselves. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I get okay, that a yeah. lot. I mean, I can kind of reference that a little bit to like older music from like, I don't know, like the 70s through the 80s. Because when music came out then, it was about the music, like, lyrically it wasn't, I mean, there's some that are pretty lyrically great, but if you listen lyrically, to... Lyrically, it's the same as today, it's it'll, not, yeah. If you listen to the album, though, it's more music than it is singing. Yeah. Uh, so. It depends what you listen to as well. I mean, a lot of, like, I would say the biggest change was in pop, because, yeah. like, I've looked into that a lot, but, like, the number, the chart topper in, like, 1972 is Disco Duck. Like, that was the number one song. Disco like. Duck. Yeah, Zeppelin wasn't a chart talker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. As, yeah, well, none of them were. They were all like outcasts when they all came No, that's, out. yeah, and people don't realize that. I see people all the time that are like, the music yesterday was so much better. <laughs> Zeppelin, and I'm like, no, people. They hated it. I mean, it wasn't. Them and Floyd, like, people weren't, they, they weren't the pop icons. Yeah. Pop was still pop, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like we've forgotten that, that pop. And that, that makes me go, you know, people are going to forget about Katy Perry in 20 years, too. People will forget about today. Katy Perry and maybe Taylor Swift. <laughs> people are never going to forget about Pink Floyd. <laughs> no, I doubt it. Sid, Sid Vicious forgot about Pink Floyd. That was mean. <laughs> he was the no. only one. 
But anyways, um, um, yeah, we always reach this random well, like, point in the conversation. Like when reference into him, like Hendrix, nobody will ever forget about Hendrix. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's remarkable that that dude was only twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what he did in his short time here was remarkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had. It's like. Yeah, even just the history on him, you know, like in the war, broke his leg, was able to be sent home, you know, mm-hmm. and then went through, uh, with, you know, started just playing for people, you know what I mean? Like on TV, yeah. you, know, you just you just play and play and play. Mm-hmm. I mean, he lived on Jefferson Street down here. Really? Yeah, he lived on Jefferson Street, yeah. Jimi yeah. Hendrix? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, um, like, there's some guys down there, you can, like, uh, Sweats, it's like a, it's like a cafeteria-style place. Oh, okay. Um, and there's guys in there, you know, I mean, there's, there's, it's like a group of guys that get together and hang out and talk, and we got to meet him one time, because uh, Reggie knew him, um, so he introduced me and, and Nalani mm-hmm. um, to him, and or, or to them, and they were like, yeah, I used to give lunch money to Hendrix, like, back then, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I used to like, give lunch money to him. <laughs> okay, you know? Wow. So, like, so wow, when somebody, cool. when those guys start talking like that, you can, you have nothing else to do except sit and just Listen. soak it in. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, you don't get to hear that, you know? You don't get to hear That's those crazy. stories. Yeah. I can't believe he lived in, was it farther down or like in Germantown? Like Jefferson, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not sure. Like, well, like what they said, they didn't, you didn't know where to grab him because, you didn't know where he was because he was yeah, either all at, over. Yeah. You know, he was girls' houses, you know? <laughs> like yeah. you didn't know which one to go. But that's Hendrix, you know? That was, that, that, you know? That was, that was Interesting. Hendrix. Yeah. But hmm. he always had his guitar, like, that's what they said. He always had it. Hmm. So who would be your number two influence then, if it, other than Dimebag? Um, well, like, Dimebag was the guy who got me more into the guitar, I would say now. I mean, he was a big influence for a while, but, you know, your taste start to, starts to change. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, I mean, the tone, I mean, like, just even playing the guitar like that, like, it's to, he's still a pretty big influence. Like, I mean, he does, like, squeals, like, they're yeah. just, like, pure, you know, like, they just they cut through, and, like, no matter yeah. what, you know. So, like, I always wanted to make sure I can do those. and um, I mean, but, like, it always feels like there's, like, this tier of people that, like, like you know when you play Mortal Kombat, like the old Mortal Kombat, you know? And you have, like, you, know, you, you work your way up the tier. And we you finally can, made it. Yeah, you, you get the shot, and you're like, yeah, you know? Like, um, so, it's, so it's like that in a way. But the top one is always, circ- is always just, like, revolving around who's up there. You know, okay. like, um, so it's like there's this chamber of, you know, they have all kinds of different people, like, that are just like, oh, this is the guy who's my biggest influence right now. And for me, anyway, that's what it was. Because, like, if I get stuck in one box, it's it um, it's hard to musically break out of it. Yeah. Does it get boring after yeah, a while? A little, like, yeah. Because you're like, oh, Dimebag wouldn't do that. Or, you know, that yeah, that's yeah. not right. the way they would do it. You know, and it, and it, and it gets hard because then you're like, well, I want to figure out how to do this, but I don't want to break out of my influence, you know, because mm-hmm. this is my guy. And yeah. So it's like, it's just nice to have this revolving door that just constantly, like, changes. Yeah. You know, that way you can be open. So, like, I mean, there's... So, okay, so back to influences. There we go. For me, it's, <laughs> it's, it's you know, Dimebag was a huge guy. Marty Freeman was, a, was as another great okay. guitar player. He was in Megadeth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um... I got to meet him like a couple of years ago, which was great. Was he the one that was just on the, uh, not Flock of Seagulls, no, the Seagullmen? Did you listen to the Seagullmen no. thing? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't want to tell anyone that I listened to that. 
<laughs> I was oh, hoping I was safe. Out of the bag. Ooh. Um, well, speaking of Daddy Carey, it was uh, it was like a. It came out in February of this year. Uh-huh. I didn't like it, but it was it was someone from Megadeth, someone from. Uh, oh, I can't think of who it was. I don't remember who the names. But Danny Carey did the drums for him, and then they they picked up this other random hillbilly in the middle of the woods. Like that's not a joke <laughs> to sing yes. and to write the lyrics. Yeah. Okay. Like they just found him <laughs> in the middle of the woods. <laughs> Like, the drummer of Tool, someone from Megadeth, and someone from Mastodon were like, let's make a band. And then they found some weirdo in the Appalachian Mountains, who's the singer. Okay. And they wear, like, wow. they're, like, it's pirate-themed. They wear, like, seagull masks. I have not heard of that. Yeah, I can't, I don't <laughs> like the music at all, but um, the vibe of it's really weird. Yeah. Like, it's just weird. <laughs> um, so I was like, I wonder if it's that guy, but... I don't... Now, now people know my deepest, darkest secret. So, <laughs> funny story. Like, I was at, I was at Whole Foods in Cool Springs. I was okay. at Whole Foods in Cool Springs, and I'm just sitting there, and it's me and my buddy. Like, you know, we I think we stopped to just get food or right. something. You know, mm-hmm. what people do at Whole Foods, and, <laughs> and so, we, so we get there, and we park, and I'm just kind of sitting there. And I'm like, and like, oh no, no, we were getting ready to leave, right? We were getting ready to leave, and like the spot in front of me was open, and I'm like, okay, my car's on, I'm ready to, ready to put it in drive, and gonna pull through that spot, you know, like I had this whole thing planned, and this car like gets in front of me, and I'm just like, great, you know, like, you know, I'm just gonna mean mug these guys, you know, <laughs> and they get out of the car, and I'm just like this, and I start realizing like, and it was Mastodon, you know, like the whole what? band. It was the whole no, I mean, it was like the singer, the guy with the beard and like that that tattoo across his yeah. face. And then the other guy with the short hair, and he's got like the mutton chops, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I they That's just walk That's weird. Out of the car. Yeah. Just the like, guys I'm from like, Mastodon. Yeah, I was just like, you know, they like walk by my car. I'm just like, you know? <laughs> like, I'm not angry anymore. I'm good. You know? <laughs> Random story. <laughs> Never knew you're going to see. Oh, yeah, that happens a lot in that, around here. Yeah. Of all the people that come in and out, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It is a good city for it. I mean, you and to another thing, you just went on tour, right? So yeah, yeah, I went on two tours this year. Yeah, which was which was awesome. This has actually been a really good year for me, you know, for me musically. Um, But yeah, like the first tour, um, I went on this. I went on tour with with this band called Meld, which was which was which is awesome. It's even to put a a label on on her music is great it's it's, it's uh the leader is melanie dewey okay um she's awesome like but and i mean to the point she put this whole tour together like wow herself yeah, yeah. Oh, okay like, so like to f- even figure out how to do that like you have legit to, yeah might have to bring her you know what i mean yeah. have to ask her how'd she do it because like it's incredible like just to uh schedule all these venues you know yeah um but get her on the podcast that could be interesting yeah in terms of just figure out how to do that yeah yeah she's, She's awesome, but um, she asked, she asked uh, my friend Alani, who's a great bass player too, mm-hmm. like, to go on tour, and she she couldn't at the time, um, so then she referenced me, and so, you know, then, uh, so then I could do it, and then it was awesome, like, because I picked up the bass a fiddle a little bit, because, because watching Alani, I mean, she is all over the bass, you know, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, but it's her instrument, right? Like, yeah, her yeah, number it's, one, yeah, yeah. It's her instrument. she's been playing it forever. Um, like over, I think ten years, over ten years, something. Yeah, wow. yeah. I mean, she's yeah, great bass player, singer, jazz vocalist. Like, yeah, jazz vocalist, singer. Wow, she really? Stand up. Yeah. 
So, like, to be referenced from her, it's just, like... That's meaningful, yeah. yeah well, we also take lessons from Reggie, you know? Yeah. Um, so, and... So, like, it's awesome. You didn't even think about that. You know, like, yeah. it's like, oh, okay. Well, I guess I can... <laughs> I guess I am doing pretty good, you know? <laughs> I guess I do know my way around the base, you know? Um, but the tour was awesome. Um, you know, to being an experience, like, where, like, you and, like, I've never met any of these people like mm-hmm. you know like like they weren't i didn't know them until we were leaving that morning yeah. or the rehearsals right you know um like because we had so i was on bass and it was funny because i never had a bass rig so i had to go out and i had the cheapest bass rig out there like yeah you know 300 bucks you know but um it's a great great bass rig but you know it's it's a different mentality like switching from guitar for for 10 nine ten years then to four strings and then not play any chords it's like you just really have to play like just one note you know really you don't play chords on bass you can you can but like i mean there's no like and as far as like playing bass like you there's no reason there's not really a need for you to play chords if you have a piano player and two guitar players which which is what the tour was you know okay okay so like i'm like well they have the chords covered you know that makes sense. I have a keyboard at home, and it has a bass setting. Yeah. And I play chords. That's my favorite thing. Yeah. Like that's where I'll enjoy the chords yeah. the most. Actually, is on the yeah. bass. Yeah. But that's a keyboard. That's mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, bass chords on bass are beautiful. You know. Yeah. They're so heavy. Powerful. Yeah. Overtones yeah. like just come through and. Yeah. But um, yeah, the tour was awesome. Like meeting uh, Daniel, who's who's drummer. Daniel, um, uh, Eric, who played guitar, which is a great guitar player too. Um, he, I mean, and these are guys that do their own things around town. Like Daniel, like has his band, which is uh, Today's Kids, and um, Eric was in Deep Fried Five, and like, you know, like he has, well, he, he was, and then he has this other thing called Juke Skywalker, and it's like, oh, funk. okay, you yeah, know I know Juke Skywalker. Oh, well, I've, I've seen them on YouTube. Yeah, okay, well, I know Eric, those, yeah, yeah, I've was, seen them guys. Okay, yeah. right on. Congrats. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, I mean, you know, he's awesome guitar player. Yeah, yeah, singer, funny, yeah, former, you know. Um, Kira, this girl named Kira, Kira cooks like she she has her own thing and she's great like you know great singer her music's awesome yeah um, and then and then Melanie you know yeah was, which we were playing her music and it, it was cool to have all these people because they're all great people and all different personalities and all kinds of different backgrounds you know yeah and we all just got you know we took two separate cars one one had a trailer and one was a car with the other. But the other two, you know, me and Daniel were in the other car, and Melanie, Eric, and Kiro were in the trailer. Right. Um, and I mean, just getting in the car and just driving, like that was that was one of the coolest things, you know, just driving out west, you know, the desert, and then the sunsets. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's beautiful. You've never like. So how long were you guys gone? I mean, this whole thing sounds like a horrible experience from oh, the way you talk oh, about oh, it. I mean, like, don't I even mean, get me started. The pain in your. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> but yeah. How long? How long were you guys out? How long was the tour? I believe it was like a, only like a week and a half. But like, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, like, That's an interesting like a tour. And, or two two weeks. I want to say like two weeks. Okay. Yeah, because all the driving. <laughs> and you guys, how many shows did you play in that time? Uh, off the top of my head, I think we did like eleven, something like that. Oh. So you guys were in and out, in and yeah, out, in and out, like a like a punk, like a punk band, huh? What's that? You're almost like a punk band, just moving, bit, moving, moving. Bit, yeah. yeah. Like uh, like the first drive, like we had to stop one night, you know. Right. So we stopped a night, and uh, um, we stopped in Salt Lake City. Wait. We stopped somewhere. 
<laughs> we stopped. We stopped. Right. And then and then we went back and we hit the road and then we went to um, our first gig, which was in New Mexico. Right. Cool. Somewhere. It, you know, like so. We, like it was nice to like stop and go. And then like you know, playing the first show, like we were like a little nervous. Mm-hmm. It wasn't New Mexico, right? So we're in New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think because we went because because I went on tour with Mel with Melanie once on bass mm-hmm. and then we went again on, on I was on guitar oh okay um, yeah so like but I mean it was great you know like it's just something about being in the car and just like driving traveling yeah, yeah like it's like road trips yeah, yeah. Like, but like it's cool because you have a purpose you know you're yeah. going to right. a state to not only just see but like you're going to like play for people which is awesome you know you got a good group of people and, mm-hmm. um, and it's funny because like Throughout the tour, I mean, it was great. You know, we met all kinds of great people. And we stayed in uh, Flagstaff, Arizona for, oh, like, yeah. five days, um, which was, which was, I mean, it's beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful up there. Like, you know, it was, it was in the middle of summer, and it okay. got down to, like, 60 degrees at night. You know, and it was, like, 80 degrees during the day, but it wasn't, but you need a jacket, but, you know what I mean? But it was so dry. There was no humidity, yeah, so no it humidity. didn't stick to you. No. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was awesome. It was so cool. You know, it's a beautiful place. Um, you know, it has its own culture there, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like, it's a little bit of a culture shock, you know, coming from the South, you know, all because I grew up here in Nashville, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And just kind of being more familiar with people here, you know, and mm-hmm. the weather here and then going there, it's just like, you know, you, so you kind of just walk around, you're like, why are you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why would you do that? Like, yeah. you know, and then <laughs> <laughs> I became a fan of iced tea out there. Oh, yeah, so I was just... I hear that happens to a lot... Oh, okay. I was going to say, I hear that happens to a lot of people in Arizona. (laughs) uh, (laughs) They find their love for iced tea. Well, I was on a show, like on a project recently, and the girl... uh, There were a bunch of people out here from L.A., and one of the girls had never had sweet tea. Oh, really? Yeah, because they don't have that in California. Yeah, no. It's the best uh, thing about that state. (laughs) I don't like sweet tea. I was like... Well, I mean, it can get pretty sugary, but if you're going to come to the South, you have to try sweet tea. Come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, just gotta, a thing. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Why? Why is it a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Like, and, it's, and it was weird, because like, I went to California a couple of years ago for the first time, and we were in San Francisco, and I'm sitting there at a restaurant, and I'm like, yeah, I'll have a sweet tea. And the guy looks at me, he's like... What? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, we have iced tea. And yeah, I'm that like, happened to me, too. And I went, oh, okay. Like, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know, you know? But, like, yeah, like, in Arizona, it's the same way, and, yeah. The thing about the iced tea in California, though, is they'll bring it to you with ice, but then they'll try to bring you sugar packets, and it doesn't dissolve. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's a little more of a struggle you have to brew it with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, that was a crazy culture, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, again, I've already been there, so, like, I kind of knew what going into that. You right, know? Yeah, what yeah, to yeah. expect a bit, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I mean, it was cool being put, you know, you're kind of pushed a little bit in that kind of setting, you know, like you're not in your own environment, you know, you're, 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 yeah. not, you're not just driving from home to go play a gig. You're not, you know, it's like, oh, I forgot something. Let me go back. You know, right. it's like if you forget something, you go to Guitar Center and you buy it, you know, yeah. <laughs> or Plug. your card. Yeah. Guitar Center. <laughs> <laughs> guitar Center. Guitar Center. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is it like? I had a cord go out on me, so I just went off and bought one, you know. And I go to Guitar Center and I bought one, and which is which is awesome, you know. Like to that places are still that places are like that, you know. You never you never really see the importance of those places until you're put out there yeah. like that. Mm. Um, but, but you know, there was sometimes yeah. we we drove eight hours 
and then we play that night. You know, like there was you know we That's wouldn't an interesting get a lot of and, pace. Yeah, you know what I mean to like. Mm-hmm. Because I know I have days where I'm just like on the go, 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 and I'm moving, moving, moving. And the problem is, is when I sit down for five minutes yeah. waiting to get moving again, yeah. it like my my energy just depletes. It's mm-hmm. remarkable. That's that's why I feel sorry for office workers. But <laughs> um, to think that like you're in a car all day for eight hours, yeah. sitting, 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 and now you got to get up and bring this energy out mm-hmm. you know you don't want to just stand up there like with bad posture and just kind of look yeah yeah and play yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know so yeah. it's interesting and, yeah i mean you know it's which sometimes it got like that you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's it, you, can't, you can't stop it from you happening. can't always do it yeah yeah like um which some people can and like I, again this was my first tour so I'm working to, to get there, you know. Like, I, I definitely want to just come out and just be on top, every, you know. Right, you yeah. Because it, it, it's not, it, you want to give people an experience. Yeah, yeah, you yeah know? that's true. Um, especially if you drive from Nashville to Arizona where we were, you know. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it was great, you know, sightseeing. We saw the Grand Canyon, which is, you know, like, was it's an hour a thing. And a half away. It's yeah, a like, thing, yeah. And yeah. Like, it's and, a big thing. And it's cool being on tour with people that can been make things happen like that you know what i mean it's like it's right. like, hey, we're out here when are we going to come back out here like let's just go yeah. you know, compared like, to yeah. some people who are more rigid and are like nope that's not on the itinerary we've already right. highlighted that atom for the day yeah yeah and yeah. Then, like and then we played a gig that night you know what i mean that was and that was like our last day in in flagstaff arizona but that wasn't the last day of the sh- of, the, of the of the tour like we did there and then we went to oh wait right we went to salt lake after that Okay. Because we played a show there. And what is it? We we drove, I mean, we drove through Wyoming, which was awesome. Oh, I bet that's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. You know, and then they have interstates. <laughs> they're just like, it's so long. And you know what I mean? They're just like, oh, yeah, you can go 85. It's 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 legal here. And seeing that. There are no, I thought there were no speed limits out there. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Uh, there was. I used to work with a friend from Wyoming, and that's how he kind of talked about it. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, 85 is the highway you know what i mean it's, oh, it's the interstate yeah yeah it's just sort so, of standard so pretty much it's like you know just no one's here just do your thing yeah and that was that was on, that was one of my favorite drives because because like i drove by myself and daniel slept i mean he slept solid four hours you know wow. like yeah in the back seat and it was nice to kind of have him in the back seat because he was he sleeps like a rock you know to have someone that can sleep like a rock and so i just i'm sitting there blasting music oh okay he taught me the sunflower seeds like help while you're driving because you can munch oh to give you something to do yeah yeah that was that was also an eye opener it's like oh okay sunflower seeds you know i don't drink much coffee oh i drink too much coffee but i like to have i like to have water just so i can sip it Mm -hmm. or (laughs) i have to do that or i just have to like you know give up and talk to myself eventually i'm just like let's find a problem to work through (laughs) something i'll just like pick a news article and just kind of focus on that for a mm-hmm. while and be like, how do I feel about this? Yeah. And then once I feel like I've reached a conclusion, I'll be like, that's not a real conclusion mm-hmm. and I'll just kind of occupy myself that way. <laughs> yeah. Because sunflower seeds mess me up. Ooh, mm-hmm. I'm getting a phone call live. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Not today. Is it a spam call again? I don't know. It's from Washington. Oh. Hmm. I should be expecting a phone call in about an hour or so, so maybe that's that. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well. Anyways. It is, it is almost time to wrap this down, yeah. and oh. it is also time to thank Nosi for allowing us to oh, put yeah. this we podcast to do here. Our 
thing at the beginning. <laughs> well, I'm, we got to do it. You know, we, we graduated from here, Amanda and I. Of course, yep. you did not because they don't offer music degrees. Okay, I, didn't, I didn't go to college. You didn't go to college I at all. I just, uh, out of high school, or, or I was in the middle of high school, and I was like, I asked Reggie. I was, we were driving around one day, and I'm like, should I go to college? He's like, stick with me, you'll be good. And I'm yeah, like, not for music. And I went, I mean, okay. I kind of have my thing about just going to school in general for art art things but whatever. Yeah. I like it. I think with music, for me music is the only one where I have a hard line. I've met a lot of musicians that went to college and a lot that didn't go to college and for other art forms it usually comes down to the person in my opinion but like for music every person I've seen that's went to college for music is either in the business doing paperwork or they're teaching lessons and then the people that are playing and performing are the ones that didn't go to, you know? Yeah. That's just in my own personal like acknowledgement. I'm I mean, I mean, I'm pretty thankful for not going, you know, because I have people in my life like Reggie, you know, Reggie, right. and I mean, he's taught me so much about guitar and elevated. I mean, but it's not just him, you know, like Nalani yeah. taught me so. I mean, she teaches. I mean, we talk just about every day, and she teaches me something every new every day, not about music, but even myself. And, and then my friend Brian Cornish, like I can go on, I can go on and on, you know. That's yeah. good though. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It means no, you got a yeah. lot of information yeah. to put out. That's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, Reggie Wooten. Lonnie, Brian, I mean, those those people I'm consistent with, but I mean, Matt, the, my friend Matt, who's on guitar, he, I mean, this dude plays guitar, and he's out every night, and he ended up helping me out with my guitar, because I had problems with it right. recently. Um, yeah. And I can name people all day, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, but, Yeah, those people are awesome people. Well, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. They do deserve their credit, because it's a, they're, you know, music is a community, too. Yeah, the more I'm learning about it, the more I realize, yeah. like, and, and we are hitting our quota, so we can't dive into the hole, but it is a, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that goes on. There are a lot of people that cross-play, which I think is fantastic. And out here, because, I mean, Nashville is Music City. Everybody just works with everybody. You know, right. Yeah. Not. They're all just hustling to get it done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and, and that's the one thing about college is it doesn't, doesn't teach you that. Yeah. Like, and it doesn't teach you about the tour. Like, like well, right. when you're on a tour, you're going to maybe drive eight hours, sleep for four. You still got to practice. You know, you still have to keep up. Like, because Melanie's music was so new to me at the time. Like, I had to sit there and, like, with the charts. We were in the car. We were mm-hmm. listening to the music, reading the charts, you know? Yeah. Um, and then by the second tour, like, I kind of knew the music a little bit more. And I was on my instrument, you know? So it was easier right. for me to, you know? And Nalani was there, too. So it was nice to have her support on bass. It just feels better, you know? Yeah. Um, but then, like, the excitement of being in New York and New York City, which was the second tour. And that was, you know, that's a whole other thing, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, it can go on. I can go on. And on. That's awesome. <laughs> and well, on. we'll have to get you on again then to talk about yeah. it specifically and, yeah. and maybe even do, like, a little solo with a guitar or something yeah. in the future. I think that would be pretty rad. Like, a little Midwestern emo, <laughs> weird 45-second yeah. solo. Yeah. You know, one of those. I, <laughs> I like those YouTube videos a lot. Those guys are crazy. But, yeah, this was awesome, man. This yeah, was a good yeah. one. Thank you. Um, I do want to make sure I fill up the full 30 seconds for Nosey. Their spectacular school. I got to give them oh, huge yeah. credit. Thanks for letting us put this on Check here. Check it out. No Every single week. Yeah. There you go. That was a little. Hey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> she hit the pose. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they help us put this on every week. Huge shout out to them. We were graduates from there. And mm-hmm. yeah, much love. Yeah. But cool. As far also, as that. Do you want to do your plugs? Yeah. Social media or whatever? Yeah. Uh, we're going we're gonna to link everything. Link dude. everything? Everything. All right. Um, you can find me on Facebook. As Taylor McKee, okay. it's, it's, 
you'll see the hair, you know, the <laughs> hair and the guitar behind, you know, waterfall in the background. There's a calendar with one egg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, per one week. Egg, one egg. One egg per week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Instagram, you know, TD McKee. That's pretty much it. I'm, I'm surprised I got that one first. So, yeah. <laughs> or yeah, TD McKee. That's right on. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Pretty cool. easy. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Um, I'm on there. All, all right. right. We'll we'll link all of that and then yeah. as normal. Amanda all does all of ours is. All over the place at the A to Z exchange, <laughs> so <laughs> you can find us separately if you want. His is Zach Beatty and mine's Cypher Cinema everywhere. Yeah. So. Cool. All yeah. right. Well, that's it for this week. We'll be back next week with our friend Kristen Grice. That's the plan, yep. right? Yep. And we may have our first live performance ever. Yep. Ever. Probably. Ever. Likely. Before we have more. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But yeah. Yep. All right. That's so it. So we'll see you next time. Sweet. Thanks. <laughs> Woo. <laughs>